Chapter Two of the Rock Frog. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Linda Marie Nielsen, Vancouver, B.C. The Rock Frog by Harriet Anna Cheever. Boom a Room's Ride but the long pond frogs had not seen the last of boom a room the truth was he was kind of a frog king at great march a place where dwelt so many frogs that at nightfall their chorus could be heard a long way off and boom a room was a very useful fellow in the marsh where he belonged he had taught the whole schools of frogs to dive to catch insects to hide quickly when there was danger and to curl away for the winter when frost began to show white across the fields and to nip the meadow grass for did you think the froggies all shriveled up and died when the cold weather came oh by no means they find places under stones at roots of trees and largely under the mosses by the ponds where down rather deep in strange little hollows they get half frozen in and there they live until the softer air begins creeping along the earth and the frost disappears then as soon as the air gets soft and warm and there is a smell of spring in the air there comes a peeping and a piping all along by the watercourses and the people cry oh the spring has come the spring has come we hear the frogs singing in the damp places by the puddles and the ponds now how old do you suppose boom a room was well we can't tell but he might have been a very aged old frog for it is thought that frogs sometimes live a great great many years now again some frogs like some boys or men could be praised and made a great deal of and yet not grow proud and put on silly airs and begin to think that every one must stand aside for them and then there are boys and men who really know a great deal who when they find people are beginning to look up to them grow vain and think too much of themselves and after a while need a lesson that will put down their self-love and foolish pride and it was true that boom a room had been followed about by other frogs praised and looked up to until he found that they were making of him a kind of frog king and that was a little too much for him to bear sensibly so the time came when he wished to air his greatness and he thought he would leap and leap until he travelled from his own marshlands over to long pond find the best place for making his deep voice heard and make the long pond frogs stand around in wonder and admiration oh how angry he was when he found that they had all quietly gone and left him he sprang forward in great jumps booming and growling so angrily that when he reached the marsh out came the frogs big frogs 
little frogs all kinds of frogs to see what had put their king into such a rage and in frog language he told how while he was puffing and drumming and booming to let them know he was around some of the long pond frogs seemed to think he was taking up too much room and singing too loud and when he let them know he should take all the room he wanted and sing as loudly as he pleased it grew so quiet he thought they were struck dumb at his manner and his wonderful voice then he went on with his story but when i looked around there wasn't any other frog to be seen i thought to myself oh they have gone to the other end of the pond the better to hear my wonderful voice and perhaps too they are preparing for me a little feast so over to the other end of the pond i went and lo not a frog to be seen did ever a decent frog hear of such manners they had all all gone and left me alone with long pond what if i did want a wide space to myself what if i did push one or two little ninny frogs aside that wanted to come too near a fine fellow like myself what if i was bound to get their respectful attention will i stand such treatment no i will find some of those long pond frogs and tell them what i think of their rude miserable behavior where can i find some of their chiefs does anyone know i can tell piped a brisk young frog where they have a judge over there called judge kerchunk they think he is very wise and as he lives in a rock that has two chambers in it he cannot get out of he also is called the rock frog they go to him about everything they want to know and he can always help and advise them then over to this rock frog i go at once cried boom a room and let him know how i have been treated judge kerchunk was having a nice nap as it was growing dusky the next even when the marsh king came hopping over toward long pond he was pretty quiet as frogs generally are when going from place to place but as he was muttering in low tones to himself as he hopped we may learn something of his frame of mind by listening to his words yes i must keep still on the road last night in my anger i boomed all the way home a very dangerous thing to do because there are no friendly ponds at every step into one of which i could plunge if a boy or an air giant came along i could hide under a stone or a broad leaf in an instant should i see one of those dangers in time and not a creature of that kind need know i am around if i keep my tongue still while many a snap may be made at me if my rich boom was heard along the road it was beginning to be noisy down by the pond and judge kerchunk could not have dozed much longer when right by his door rang out a loud call that made him jump 
boom a room 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 boom a room 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 the voice which called was so harsh and deep that the rock frog said to himself let me go and attend to the frog that has so commanding a voice it cannot be a long ponder for had i ever heard such a croak before i should surely remember it when judge kerchunk appeared at the door of his rocky house he saw an enormous frog puffing and blowing and swelling swallowing and muttering yet scarcely knowing what to say he was thinking how best to address such a fellow when boom a room in hoarse tones began telling his own story and so loud grew his voice that the frogs on the banks of long ponds said to each other oh it must be that our judge is in danger what if that great puffy boom a room has found him and is scolding at him he cannot get at him for he could never get through the rock door but we cannot let the creature scold in such a fashion come let us go and drive him away so a large company of frogs started for the rock when all of a sudden back they leaped as if crazy for the edge of the pond in fact so fast they went that one tumbled over the other in their scratching haste to reach the water a few hid under great stones that promised safe shelter others gave surprising leaps toward broad leaves that hit them others plunged at once into the water but kept near the bank where it was murky and could not be seen through in a moment from the first hint of fright not a frog was to be seen between long pond and the great rock and all the frogs that had been perched along the edge of the stream had also disappeared what could have frightened them so now when boys birds animals or insects grow very angry and begin to talk in loud spiteful voices they forget everything else and even when others try to warn them of danger they will not listen and as boom a room was sending his loud voice through the evening air kerchunk tried to silence him and make him hold his peace the rock frog hawked about crying out in his own tongue take care take care hide hide ah it was no use boom a room would not listen but went hollering on saying he would pay the long pond frogs for their sly rude ways when all at once there came a flapping of mighty wings a shadow seemed to darken half the rock a wild swoop a clutch and boom a room was gone gone far up into the air held in the talons or claws of a great bald eagle judge kerchunk trembled all over as he scrambled into his inner room now see what comes of giving way to anger and passion he cried i tried my best to raise my voice above his but in vain the louder i croaked the deeper was his boom and when in dread and fear i hopped about as if gone wild 
the angry marsh frog only raised his hoarse cry all the louder letting the eagle know all the better exactly where to find him oh dear oh dear we frogs grow very wise in catching at signs of danger and understanding them i saw the shadow flash over the water and feared what it might mean boom a room would have seen and known the danger too had it not been for his great rage even though his den i noticed that not another frog was piping alas he was filling the air with such a noise like the deep drums that the creatures called men use that he did not notice the silence nor that every frog in sight a moment before had disappeared i would have saved the fine great frog that was in such a tempest of anger if i could but he simply would not let me he may escape i hope he will but he is almost sure to be borne to some deep nest over the water and be snapped down the eagle's throat in an instant of time yes i hope he will get away but what a warning to all creatures not to get so wild with temper that they will not listen to a warning voice or to notice the signs that every bright froggy knows so well the rock frog was quiet a moment then spoke again now here i am shut away from the rest of the world and only able to put my head out at my door see across the pond up in the sky a little way and as far as my eyesight will go across the sides of a rock but if i am cut off from a great deal i might enjoy i also am entirely safe from many dangers no eagle could pull me out of my two cosy chambers no boy could put his foot on me i can thrust my head from the door and as frogs never have to drink i can draw into my skin all the moisture i need plenty of insects buzz by my door many come in often i am brought some nice tidbit by kind friends so i am always well fed judge ker chunk's eyes grew more round and stuck out a little more than usual as he added even a frog that is a judge is not wise enough to understand some things yet i do wonder who knows everything and makes us safe and well off in one way when other comforts fly away and take care of us all yes who can it be end of chapter two recording by linda marie nielsen vancouver bc